Hello, Pastor Deborah here again. Welcome to another video of words of encouragement for you and your family and your friends. That's right. Even your community, your nation, the businesses, the business leaders. The politicians, mm -hmm. those that are in the technology field. That's right. This word of encouragement is for everybody. We are in word of encouragement number 29-3 of 2022. That's, we are going to get through another year. So you can have a word of encouragement each week from Pastor Deborah, from the Agape Love, Love is Here's Zoom studio. This motion video behind me is from Pixabay. It's one of their many free motion videos. I want you to give a shout of praise and pray for them to be a blessed ministry. For they are helping many of us to show, to help you see into the realm of the spirit, to visualize things that's hard to see with your natural eyes. So we want to thank Pixabay and all of its creators for allowing us here at Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries, to use one of their motion videos. Thank you, Creator and Pixabay. Now we're going to get into the Words of Encouragement video, number 29-3. This is the third one in the year of 20. 22. We're working through the 52 weeks. So we should end up with 52 videos, one for each week for you. Mm -hmm. The title of this one coming to you today is What Are You Spiritually Filled With? That's a Good question. As you know, Pastor Deborah loves to ask you questions about yourself. Because you cannot help other people. Cannot come out of your darkness and hopelessness. Cannot understand what's going on in the world today. No matter what nation you are in. Cannot understand the government that's over you. The culture of the nation. Cannot understand anything without first understanding yourself. Because when you take a deep look at yourself, you will be discovering what it's like in other humans at a very basic level. This video is to help you to discover that you, the real you, the forever person, that part of you that will live on after the death, the destruction, 
of your physical body, you, the forever person, the spirit that lives in this house of dirt. Mm -hmm. Did you know that every spirit inside of a human has something in that spirit and it is filled with it? That's right. That was the actual pattern for all of humanity. But before we begin this teaching and this word of encouragement, let's have a quick prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, the Father of light, we ask you to unsear the consciousnesses of the soul, of those that are listening. Help them to see with their spiritual eyes and hear with their spiritual ears and understand with their spiritual mind this word of encouragement. Help them to see beyond what they see with their natural eyes. Bring wisdom and understanding to them. Bring your light of revelation, truth that brings freedom. Father, help them to come out of the darkness through a Hebrews 4.12 experience so you can plant your seeds of light in their spirit. And you can begin your work of Isaiah 61 and 62 in their spiritual lives. Father, help us. We need you so much. There is so much ignorance, so much misinformation, lack of knowledge about you and about us. Help us through this one video and many more to come. Let your Holy Spirit do its work as teacher and guide. Help him, Father, to speak to them who are watching. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, to begin with, we need to understand the question. What are you spiritually filled with? Now, that means there are spiritual things that desire to fill you up. That's right. You didn't know that? Oh, my goodness, we got a long way to go. Your spirit, that unseen part of you that will live on past your physical deaths, destruction, disease, whatever happens to it, that part of you is so important. And it is a spirit. It's an unseen creature, being. What? Do animals have spirits? No, they typically do not. But they, too, can be filled with spirits. Mm -hmm. Something can come inside of them. Let me take you back into history, back to the beginning. Back here on Earth, when it was getting created, God planted a garden called Eden. That's where his presence 
of his kingdom of heaven himself was on this planet. It wasn't everywhere because the planet was already in chaos, destruction. Flesh was eating flesh. We saw that in the dinosaurs and all the reptiles eating each other. But in this garden, this pleasure, this place of pleasure and delight, this sanctuary, this temple, where God's presence was, was peaceful. And he put a creature in it called man that was made in his own image and after his likeness. We are told in Genesis 1, 26 through 28, that this creature, man, was to be put inside dirt. And that dirt was called Adam. The word Adam means dark earth. But at the same time, that earth, the dust of the earth, had all the colors of the dirt in it. It had red dirt, white dirt, dark, dark, black earth, reddish earth. Mm -hmm. Everybody was in this one man in his dirt that covered his spiritual being called man. And inside this man, God put his own word, himself, his image, his likeness, his governor, to help the spirit being called man to be all that he was to be, that the father and mother of this spirit had decided they wanted it to be. So it had helpers. So the spirit was filled with something called the Holy Spirit. That was the spirit of the father and the mother, God himself, his image and his likeness. And inside that spirit, there was something called the son. The son was the offspring of this God who created it. And this son that was inside, these words would cry out, Abba, Abba, which means father. So right from the beginning, man, you, all of humanity, had a spirit that was filled with a holy spirit. They carried the image and likeness of its creator, its father and mother. Mm -hmm. We see that now in the natural and even in all of creation. There's always an image and a likeness that come together in unity. An egg and a sperm that come together to produce an image and likeness of the egg and the sperm. In plants, it's already in the seed. It's already there by law. Mm -hmm. So right from the beginning, life was going to replenish itself. Man was going to continue to bring forth other men, not the male species, but the spirit being inside of dirt bodies through this creature named Adam and his soon coming helpmate named Wound Man. 
the man who would carry a dirt body with a womb in it to bring forth more dirt bodies. That was the pattern. God said, on this new planet, this new realm I'm creating, it will be a mixture of the natural world called the earth. We'll have natural light and air. It will also be a part of the spirit realm. So man was two beings. He was of the spirit realm, and he had a dirt body clothes called dirt. And that's where we began. Well, what happened was this young man was given an order, a command by his parent, God, said, you are free to eat of all the trees of this garden. But there's one tree I don't want you to eat from. It's right there in the middle, the center of the garden. It's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There was also another tree there called the tree of life. So this young man was given freedom to choose. He was, that was part of his creation. The ability to make choices on his own. Well, there was a, another player in this realm here on earth. His name was Satan. He had been called Lucifer, son of the first age. Well, he had gotten lifted up in pride by his own beauty and glory, and he was cast down to this earth, which caused from the day the earth was being created, violence and chaos, flesh and death were at work, but not in the garden yet. So this creature named Satan this Satan creature, meaning the adversary of God, knew if he could get this spiritual being, man, to get his dirt body to disobey that commandment of do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he too would be cast out of the very presence and delight of this God, his father, his mother, his very image. So this being called Satan couldn't come in his real form. So he went inside of a serpent, a creature made of pure dirt that had no spirit. Now Satan asked him if he could come in there, and the serpent said, sure. The serpent didn't know anything about Satan. He was just born and showed up on planet Earth as a serpent. They say he had legs when he was first created. So here comes a pattern. A spiritual being can go inside animals because they're made of dirt. That was the pattern. God had even showed us that he was inside of dirt. So Satan learned I can go inside of animals, trees. I can use the wind, the earth itself, and water. So there are always spirits trying to spiritually be in and feel 
things of dirt and flesh. So when this serpent allowed Satan to come in, the serpent started speaking to woman who had not been given the commandment directly. Satan was using the vocal cords of the serpent. And it didn't seem to frighten the woman because the animals could talk. And when you come to the Garden of Eden now, the animals talk, the plants talk, the flowers sing. And this Satan inside who had filled up this serpent began talking and challenging this wound man, bringing into her consciousness doubt, disbelief, challenging the very word of God, his laws and commandments that she had learned through Adam, her husband, her partner. So yes, if you hear an animal speaking to you, it is not the animal. It is a spirit that has filled it up. Can be a good spirit, an angel of God, or it can be one of Satan, one of his many evil spirits. So right there we learned that spiritual beings are to be in dirt. And my question to you is, what spiritual things have you spiritually allowed in and have filled you up in your spirit? That's your question for today. One, to recognize that inside your dirt body is a spirit. And it can be filled with spiritual things other than just you. And they can be good things or bad things. Mm -hmm. And they can come in with your permission like the serpent. They can force their way in through trauma, abuse, fear. Got to have an open door. Some people want them to come in to give them power, secret knowledge, protection from anything, the law, guidance. Some of these evil spirits have traveled through the bloodlines from parents to children, and they stay in the family. And they're called familiar spirits. And they come with legions. You usually don't just have one. But the question to you, what are you spiritually filled with? Your spirit is there. It's never empty. So let me take you to a couple of scriptures that maybe will help you to answer this question. We're going to Philippians. That's a book in the New Testament of the King James Bible. Philippians 1, 11. Then we're going to go to John 15, 4, one of the four Gospels. Philippians 1, 11 states, 
being filled with the fruits of righteousness. Did you know that you can have fruit inside of you? That means the seeds, whatever was implanted in you, can grow and produce more seeds. Mm -hmm. And it will fill you with their fruit. Whatever they're supposed to be producing in you. And that goes being filled with the fruits. Oh, that's more than one. Of righteousness. Yes, there is something called the fruits of unrighteousness. You will see good versus evil inside of you. The yin and the yang show us there are things that are black and things that are white. And here we're learning that you could have fruits of righteousness within you, which are by Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed king of the kingdom of heaven, the son, the offspring of the living God, which he gives to us so that we may be glorified and bring glory to him and his father. And then not only us, our spirit, but others will praise God. Now you take that pattern and you take it into the dark, the evil realm of the spirit where Satan is and his desires will be the same thing. He wants you to praise him, give him glory, recognize that he gave you the gifts spiritually. Now to John 5, 4. Christ is telling us, abide, stay, live, eat and drink in me, the word of God. and. I in you. He says, have my word of righteousness, my fruits in you. And if you do that, then I am in you. As the branch cannot bear the fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. It's saying you cannot produce fruits of righteousness, goodness, and love unless your spirit is abiding in Christ Jesus, the word, the image and likeness of God himself. So if you're not producing spiritually those fruits of righteousness and you're not abiding in Christ in his word, Oh, you might be producing fruit, and we see it, lies, deceptions, bewitchment, evil, mm -hmm. murder, abuse, corruption, sexual desires. You're telling me that your spirit is not abiding and does not have the fruits of righteousness in it. You're getting your fruit.
from somebody else's branch. You're eating from something else. Satan has filled you with his fruits of unrighteousness. And it's coming out through your soul and out through your physical body. Much happens in the realm of the spirit. A lot of our political leaders, oh, they talk to each other, not in emails or text or in tweets. They talk in the realm of the spirit. They have meetings in the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. I had to learn that. I had to learn all about that years ago. Mm -hmm. True stuff. That's right. And you have to learn it also. So in John 5, 4, we're we are continued to be told that except the branch, that's us, abides in the vine that goes down deep into the earth, brings up the water and the nutrients, we cannot bring forth the fruits of righteousness. Except you abide and have deep roots in the word of God. So when I see other people who are producing fruits of unrighteousness, and I have to compare their words, their deeds to the word of God. And I have to judge. And I have to judge them spiritually. I have to look into their spirits. And how I do this is I ask the Heavenly Father for a judgment. This one person who was a powerful political leader. Been around for a long, long time. And what I learned is this person said they believed in this God, was raised up in a denomination here in America. But yet behind the scenes, very evil, wicked, hurt person. They had taken vows to the New World Order wanted power over everything. So I asked God for a judgment on them. He brought that spirit to the courtroom of the universe. This was years ago. And what stood before the judge was a dark black spirit. And I stood next to it as a light, as a light, as you can see. And I asked for a judgment. Because I knew one day that person would die and that spirit would be in front of the king of the kingdom of heaven and be judged. And I knew we got to have judgment. Each one of us will. And I didn't want God to be humiliated and ashamed of this person. I knew what the judgment would be, banishment to outer darkness. And I didn't want that person to be humiliated and put in outer darkness. That means separated from God. Not a part of what was to come in the future because of the spiritual condition. 
So I asked for a judgment now on earth, and it came. The desires of that spirit's heart were not granted. The power it sought was denied it. Oh, it keeps trying to come back in other ways. It wants to be a king so bad, and it wants to serve Satan, and it wants to be a ruler in this world and wear robes and be treated as a righteous majesty. But people are mocking it. Earthly rulership means nothing on the day of your death. There will be a spiritual day when the spirit will be judged for its righteousness or unrighteousness. And what fields you and what nourishment you are getting your spiritual knowledge from, him or Satan. So the word of encouragement today is look at yourself and know that your spirit is going to be filled with something spiritually besides yourself. It could be the God of righteousness, love, joy, and peace that sparkles like this motion video in your spirit, bringing knowledge, truth, revelations to your spirit, helping it to guide it in the hard times that come. When Satan comes to you and questions you, tells you, give it up or you die, bow to me or you die. God will help you during those times of fear and great torment. So your word of encouragement is, look, ask God, what is filling your spirit up? What kind of fruits are you producing within yourself? What seeds have been planted? Are they the seeds of righteousness, love, joy, and peace? Is God in there filling you up with his knowledge and truth? Or do you have the fruits of unrighteousness, the fruits and seeds of Satan himself? Is your spirit still in Satan's image and likeness? Does Satan consider you his child spiritually? Do you work for him and his desires? of his heart, to have a kingdom, a government, and control the whole earth and humanity. So ask yourself, look, ask God to show you, and he will help you. Even if you don't believe in him, you have no relationship with him. And if you don't even pray to him and believe he's God, ask him to show you what spiritually is filling you up. Father, help them to look inside. Tell them the truth that they can learn about themselves. And then they can believe that other people could be the same way as they are. Help them, Father, to know truth in their spirit that will set their spirit free 
Help them, Father. You know how to do this. This is your work. So that you can feel their spirit with fruits of righteousness from yourself. That you can produce your image and likeness. And that their soul can have the very mind of Christ, your son. And be identified in the realm of the spirit as your offspring. A king of the kingdom of heaven. Ruling and reigning spiritually here on earth. Where you always intended them to rule. According to Genesis 1, 26 through 28. Help them, Father. This is your work. And we give you praise and glory in the name of Christ Jesus. All right. That ends this lesson, number 29-3. See you in the next word of encouragement. Bye. See you again.